Hello and welcome. I'm Kellen. And I'm Jay. And you're listening to Weirdos. Uh, If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Uh, This will be our third episode so far. If you haven't already, you can listen to our first two anytime, wherever you're listening to this one now. Um, But be warned, apparently I swore a few times um, and my mother was a little upset with me. She said, Kellen doesn't swear. Um, So, uh, Kellen, I'm going to need you to go ahead and say damn it or something to uh, fix the status quo on that. Uh, Yeah, that's not going to happen because your mother is a saintly woman and I will not spurt her ears with your Uh, vulgarity. uh, Fine, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll try to do better this time, Mommy. (laughs) <laughs> what's going on buddy oh you know a nice uh long frustrating day at work just uh we call those weekdays oh yeah mine uh mine got cut short because i had to have my septic tank pumped so oh, that's always fun so yeah that was a great time um so do you remember as a kid waking up on christmas morning and seeing all the presents under the tree I do. I do indeed. And I was always worried. I'm like, one of those packages, more, most likely, are socks, which was just <laughs> horrifying as a kid. <laughs> yeah, I got, a, I got a, a, a box full of underwear. Oh, He-Man, He-Man underwear, but underwear, nonetheless, well, for Christmas. I mean, year. I would buy He-Man underwear today if, if it were available in my size. But. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of that, you know, like, I always, you know, kind of wax nostalgic about my childhood Mm -hmm. you know you think about the toys the cartoons the uh, games and stuff the total freedom to kind of you know do whatever you want during the summer Mm -hmm. which brings me to the topic of tonight the good old days nice yes uh the good old days that's uh that was solely your idea. I had to have you explain it to me a little bit before <laughs> we started tonight. Right. Well, it's going to come across kind of cynical, I guess, maybe. Oh, no. Um, you're speaking my language. <laughs> but it's more or less um, it's more or less not going to be about the good old days, but the perception thereof. Um, did you kind of understand what I was talking about when I brought that up the first time? Yeah, uh, it's just like the theory of relativity, right? Like, um, yes, everything's relative to your personal situation, including what we call, quote, quote, the good old days, in quote. Like, growing up as a kid, we always thought things were awesome, but when you look back, like, were they actually awesome? Right. Yeah, that's, um, that's kind of my whole theory. Uh, we keep hearing about, you know, especially in with all the politics and the keep America great and all that, you, you, they, people will talk about, you know, back in my day, well, you know, the good old days, there's that um, classic line from uh, Andy on the office. You know, I wish there was a way to know you were in the good old days while you were in them. Mm-hmm. But I got to thinking about it and I, th- I thought, you know, when you think about the good old days, you're thinking from a child's perspective. You know, when I think of my good old days, I think about, you know, playing with my neighbors across the street, riding my bikes around town, um, you know, going down to the local store and grabbing a sandwich and a Coke. Um, and the lady at the store, you know, that ran at Miss Ruth, uh, she used to cover anything when we were short. You know, those were good old days. You know, mm-hmm. And I, I think about it now and I think about the things that my daughters go through and comparatively, they were the good old days for me. Mm-hmm. But then I got to thinking, 
that's because I was a kid. I had no concept of the outside world. It was all Kellen's world, so to speak, you know, as far as it was what was in my scope of reality. There was no watching the news and seeing about uh, the first, what, desert storm, mm-hmm. uh, the the war going on then, the the issues with gas prices going up and all those things. That, that was not in my, my scope of reality. That was you know, adult things. It wasn't anything I thought about. So when I think of the good old days, I'm, I'm realizing that it's from a child's mind. You're thinking about when it was the good old days for you because they were good old days. They, you had no responsibilities besides, you know, maybe schoolwork. Right. Yeah. I like, I, I, I totally understand that. Um, <clears throat> like, we're going to dive deep into this, but like the first thing that came to mind when you said that would be family vacations. So, um, you know, back then family vacations, you went all the time. You went to the beach, you went to Gatlinburg, you went all these places, you had a good old time, rode go-karts, bumper cars, or bumper boats, you know, all that fun stuff. And like, now we go on vacations now and I'm like, can we afford this? Like, I couldn't even imagine with, with children like you have. Right. We don't think about that. Like, well, we did all this when we were kids. Let's go do it now. Oh, well, that costs this much, and that costs that much, and this costs this much. And, like, hotels are outrageous. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's insane when you go back and think about things like that. Yeah, I, I thought about that, too, because, you know, I have two kids, um, and they've, we've had those vacations where, you know, we wanted to have a vacation, but, you know, by paying for a hotel room for a week and then trying to – come up with how much we're going to have to spend on food and then you know living that paycheck to paycheck lifestyle where you know well i'm getting paid the friday that we leave so that's all if we don't have any bills coming out hopefully we'll (laughs) have enough i mean we've had we've had vacations where it came down to you know almost the dollar Mm -hmm. uh back when we first had kids before um we started doing so well financially, <laughs> still, still not doing well financially, but better than before. Right. But it's that, you know, you don't think about that as a kid. You don't think about the struggles your parents are going through because it's like, well, I want to ride the go-karts. And you don't understand that maybe your parents are saying no, not because they don't want you to ride the go-karts because they think you'll get hurt, but maybe they just don't have the 20 bucks to spend. Right. And we don't, and, yeah, we didn't think about that. Like I am, um, man, we're going to get beat quick. So <laughs> um, um, like, think about that. Like we didn't, Oh, they did, they wouldn't let me go to an arcade or something. It was it was probably because they didn't have that extra money. And of course, then I was just like, "Oh, I hate you, mom. I hate you, dad." Or Debo. <laughs> I never called my dad dad. It's always Debo. Right. Um, and, yeah, looking back, like that's that's probably the reason why. Or they just didn't want to take me to an arcade. But you know, you look back on other issues like that. Like um, something I don't talk about very often is I have like severe kyphosis in my back, which is a curve of the spine. Like I hate it. I hate talking about it. It's embarrassing to me don't care for it so um i got a back brace when i was in elementary school and i don't know if you know this um but kids in elementary school can be uh, what's the word cruel um, <laughs> that's a very so, PC way to put it yeah well i'm trying to be pc now since <laughs> my mother's listening um so i had to wear a back brace to school and you know numerous names um, right. Called it my turtle shell, things like that. Like I, I it was very oh, wow. Yeah, it was very bad time. But the straw that broke my back, so to speak, was um, in elementary school. We had lockers that were on top of one another, so one and two, top bottom. So I had this back brace on. I was not very mobile while I was wearing it. 
So uh, my locker was on the bottom. So I had a very hard time getting my stuff out of it, like getting up and down. So I told my mom about it the day after. I, I think I told her about it. I think that's how this transpired. But um, she talked to my principal and then they moved my lockers. But they didn't say, okay, this is going to be your locker now. They took me out into the hallway between classes where all the kids were there and said, we need to switch these lockers because Jay can't bend down because of his back brace. Wow. Um, man. So I was incredibly embarrassed by this. Um, you know, at that, at that age, we're growing fast too. So right. I outgrew the first back brace. Second one, I, I get another one. And these are not cheap. You know, they're not cheap at all. Right. On top of everything else that your parents have to pay for medically, including my braces. So <clears throat> eventually, like, I was so embarrassed by this. Like, I start, I, and it was so tight, it was very uncomfortable. So I realized that, oh, I could, I can loosen the straps. So I would loosen the straps. And then, you know, a week or so later, I would loosen them again. And eventually, I, I stopped wearing it. So um, I stopped wearing it. And I often look back on that, and I, the, the perspective I have now that I didn't have then was, you know, I cost my parents a lot of money and it was yeah. for nothing for nothing because I didn't wear it like I was supposed to. So all that money they spent on me to help me look better, get better. I wasted because I was embarrassed for a short period of time. Like right. that's, that's like the good old <laughs> days. For me. Sometimes yeah. I was like, you know, having that different perspective on things. And that's just one that always, you know, comes to my mind. Cause I don't, I try not to waste anything now. Like as I'm sitting here, I'm looking at three or four Amazon boxes. I'm like, you know what? We should keep those uh, for Christmas or birthdays or anything else that comes up or just storage, you know, with a stash of Christmas bags and birthday bags, just in case. <laughs> always. And, you know, it, when it's your money, it's different. Yes. Yes. Um, so I know we have a quiz- Christmas episode coming up. Mm-hmm. soon um but you talking about you know your parents spending money i didn't find out until later in life you know you, christmas time's magical I, the presents i would get i was always super excited to get them um but then talking to my mother later i found out you know i grew up relatively poor i didn't know that i didn't know that everybody didn't have a kerosene heater in their living room to keep their house warm I, that wasn't in my that was just the norm for us uh, but I would, you know, always be excited at my Christmas presents and, and my mom would do the best she could. And I, I never looked at them as numerical value. They were cherished childhood items. I remember one Christmas, um, my cousin got a brand new bike and I got a, um, you know, those blow up punching bags that mm-hmm. the, that you used to get. I got one of those that you could throw a baseball into. I thought it was oh, nice. the greatest thing ever. Yeah, hey, I always wanted those, and I never got one. So. Yeah, but I mean, it was a super—it's a super cheap thing to buy your kid. But that was, but kind of all my parents could afford, you know, between buying presents for other family members, and uh, my mom used to, you know, buy things throughout the year so that I could have multiple things to get. Uh, but I never realized that, you know, compared to other kids, I might be getting gypped. I never thought I was getting gypped because. I was getting presents. That was the the biggest point was that I'm opening something and it's got a present in it. Uh, not knowing that my parents were struggling just to even get that. Mm-hmm. And so you look, you know, I hear the stories from my mom and then I look back and I realize how, you know, fortunate I was, but also, you know, it brings that um, perspective to it where you're like, it wasn't just all fun and games like it was for me as a kid, but my parents were, you know, going through things at that time. 
Yeah. And so that was not good old days for them. Good old <laughs> days for me were not good old days for them. Uh, and so, you know, yeah, it, it helps to put that stuff into perspective when you get older. Like you said, when it's your money, you know, things become more like, ah, do we really need that? Uh, maybe I should keep this because I might use it again. Didn't think about it back then. I mean, it wasn't, like you said, it wasn't my money. So why can't I have the toy? Why can't I ride the go-karts? Right. Yeah, I would always, um, like I stayed with my grandmother a lot because <clears throat> my, both my parents worked and we would always go to the Walmart in Lafette and I would always want a CD. Um but I would also always want a movie. And she's like, you can get one. And then I would throw a fit until I got both because I was an only child and that's how I acted. Um, <laughs> but, you know, she probably like, she was on a budget too. Yeah. But I'm like, why can't I get heavyweights on VHS and the <laughs> OMC How Bizarre CD? Like, why can't I get them both at the same time? And th- that's specific because I got both of those at the same time at the LaFette Walmart. Both cherished treasures. Both oh, cherished yeah. treasures. <laughs> One one of which I still own on Blu-ray. One of which I would I would never have again. But um, yeah, it's, it's just it's almost heartbreaking to go back and think about stuff like that. Yeah, and like I said, that's when it started to hit me. Like, there's no, I mean, there's there's really no good old days as far as it's it's an idea that floats around because people want to wax nostalgic. They want to think of a simpler time and when you think of a simpler time the simplest of times is when you're a kid so if you ask some if you ask your parents when were the good old days they're probably going to resort back to 18 and younger you know if you ask us when was the good old days i mean i'm going to tell you the 80s and early 90s were way better than now the music the toys the tv shows everything was way better because from my perspective, it was better. I look at things now and I'm like, well, uh, what we had was better. And I can only imagine when my daughters grow up, they're going to look back and be like, oh, the things that we had back when I was, you know, 10, 11, 12 is way better than the things that 10, 11, 12 year olds have now. Yeah. Like a good example of that is like um, some of the movies that are coming out now, like um, Sonic the Hedgehog or my, most recently the, the new Scooby-Doo movie, like I was I love Scooby Doo. I've always loved Scooby Doo. So I was super excited for this movie to come out. And then when I'm watching it, like it had Captain Caveman, like uh Falcon, like all the stuff I knew from my childhood, but I was still disappointed in it. And like I I I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. And that's because you know why? Because they didn't make it for me. Right. Right. Like they made it for, for kids now. And like I get so upset I'm like, why couldn't they make a good Scooby Doo movie? But well, because <laughs> they, they, they kinda did, man, but it's just not your flavor because you're thirty six years old. Yeah, it's like we talked about before the difference between reading a book and watching the movie of the book. If you've read the book, you're probably gonna be disappointed in the movie. Well, we read that book because that was our childhood. We had right. like the Ninja Turtles is a great example. Don't the, even get me started on Ninja Turtles, what the, they look like now. Oh my god. It's such a travesty, but <sighs> it's it's directed at the art style of cartoons that kids enjoy today. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm absolutely with you. It is a travesty what they have done to the 1990s Ninja Turtles. Uh, but when our kids or our, the next generation looks back, they're not going to look back at the 90s Ninja Turtles and think they were the best. They're not going to look at the, those movies to me still hold up. Oh, absolutely. The, the practical effects, I think, still are better than anything Michael Bay crapped out in the last 10 years. <laughs> but is the next generation going to look at those and think that they're cool? Or are they going to look at them and be like, wow, that was that's the best they could do? 
<laughs> yeah. So the good thing now too is I think a lot of um, like stores are starting to carry older things like that. Like you see more of the Nicktoons. Like uh, I think you know my obsession with Ren and Stimpy, probably my favorite cartoon of all time. Yes. Like that stuff is getting popular again. Like Rugrats and all that. Like you you can't go to a store that sells clothing and not see that. Even at Walmart, they have like a Ren and Stimpy shirt or a Rugrats shirt. Um, they're remaking Darkwing Duck, which I'm excited and worried about. But like <laughs> you see the new the uh, the old Ninja Turtle original Ninja, Ninja Tur- Turtle stuff everywhere too. Like it's everywhere. Well, so it does come back. It's just like yeah. fashion. Yeah. Well, well, and I think too. I think that also goes plays into the fact that the people with quote unquote disposable income right now are the people that were raised in the '90s, raised in the '80s when all of that stuff was popular. So it's kind of circular. It's they're they're. Per- Praying, excuse me, on that nostalgia. Yeah, and and like it, it goes for every generation because just several years ago, you know, the eighties kind of made a comeback. Mm-hmm. You know that that style of music kind of infiltrated the techno music scene, and they were sampling from so- a lot of songs from the eighties. And then even before that, people waxed nostalgic nostalgic about the sixties, which I think, as far as any decade goes, the sixties are kind of timeless. Um, yeah, because you know music and all of that has way gone beyond its uh, life expectancy as far as popularity. Um, but yeah, it's it's all the stuff that you liked as a kid. You know, when you're an adult, it's like that stuff comes back because they know that that nostalgia pulls so hard, and it is that nostalgia that makes you think of the good old days. And so you're trying to relive that good old day feeling as an adult by maybe going out and buying a pop figure that looks like, you know, a, a Thundercat. I, I have never. <laughs> I think if do they have Thundercat ones? If they do, uh, my wife is going to be <laughs> very, uh, very disappointed in their checking account. As you say that, I, 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 my eyes shift to the left where I have a bookshelf and a movie shelf and um, something I've been purchasing lately. And I, I really don't have a rhyme or reason for it besides what we're talking about, but I've been trying to get the original Goosebumps series. Oh, nice. And I have about 15 right now. Like, I go to McKay's every so often, and they have them for, like, two bucks a piece. Uh, except ones where stupid kids write their stupid names on the cover. Oh, that and was, I can't yeah. get it off, so I can't buy those, obviously. But, yeah, like, these 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 people preying on these uh, us 30-year-olds who want to relive what it was what it was like when we were a kid, because sometimes we need that. Like, it's, it's an escape. Yeah, um, like, like, like I said, like we both had rough days today. Like I needed an escape, so we're doing this podcast now. Like this is a nice escape. Like I watched right. some TV. Like I popped on Always Sunny because that's always a good way to get out of the funk. But <laughs> uh, you know, buying stuff like that fills that hole in me sometimes too. Yeah, the, talk about goosebumps. I used to have all of those books as a kid, and my mm-hmm. um, oldest daughter started to get kind of get into the goosebumps. And so I called my mom and I was like, Hey, do you have the old goosebumps book? And she's like, I sold those years ago and I died inside. Like I literally, part of me died. It will never recover. It'll never be back. Like same. Like I'm pretty sure I had all of them and, and they're gone now. And I, I hate that so much, but I'm probably the one who sold them. Like I don't particularly <laughs> remember, but I'm probably the one who ended up selling them to make some money. And I'm looking back, I'm like, why did I do that? Like that was so stupid. Yeah. Well, she said that I told her it was okay to sell them and, and looking back, I'm like, you know, yeah, probably because I didn't had no use for them. But now I have a daughter who's into into them, and I'm like, oh, I get to share this part of my childhood with yeah, her. Or a best yeah, <laughs> or a 
best friend. <laughs> I mean, your daughter's not too, but you know, <laughs> don't forget me over here. I'm trying to prevent therapy bills later on in life because I'm going to have to put the bill on those if I mess up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, another thing I was thinking about when we were talking about this subject is like um, riding around the neighborhood at night on our bicycles. Yes. <laughs> Barefoot half the time. You know, it's dark. Like, granted, we knew most of our neighbors, but you know how much stuff went down? Oh, yeah. When we were kids that we didn't know about? Like, we were just riding around without a care in the world till 9, 10 o'clock at night on our bicycles. We didn't get abducted, fortunately, or killed. Maybe but, maybe that says know, something about that. what we looked like as kids. I've seen our baby pictures. We were not abductable. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 if, if they could have lifted me, they would have brought me back quick. Like, oh, forget it. It's too much work. Yeah, and there's a lot of Look things. at his haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I can't maintain that. <laughs> but I, I don't have a good ball at home <laughs> oh my god but no I look back at that stuff and, and yeah like you said you get a, they gain a different perspective when you become an adult and I look back and I think my parents were crazy I used to ride my bike like miles away from the house literal miles I drove by my old house uh, several years ago with my wife and I showed her from my driveway how far we would ride our bikes away and it was me and a girl named Brandy, who is my next door neighbor, and her cousin Brandon, for the most part, every now and then their cousin Kelly would come and we would all, you know, play together throughout the day. No real adult supervision, just riding around in the neighborhood. The thought of letting my girls do that today, I'm, no, I've seen enough Dateline to know that that's <laughs> not a good idea. But that's, those shows were back then, that Unsolved Mysteries, um, America's yeah. Most Wanted, that, that stuff was going on back then. We just didn't have the perspective of it. Yeah, and God forbid we lived near railroad tracks during that time. Like, we would have been gone and, and dead a long time ago. <laughs> like, a, hob- a hobo would have picked us up. And- we would have been one of those unsolved mysteries. <laughs> We're on the milk carton. That's <laughs> Kentucky waterfall in that milk carton. If anybody the 25 uh, that doesn't get that reference is uh, missing children used to be on the sides of milk cartons because that was the only way to get the news out to a mass amount oh, wait, of people. We can, <laughs> I can connect I can connect to them too so I'm drinking boxed water and it looks like a milk carton so kids the boxed water that's so cool <laughs> and, and hip that you buy that's what milk cartons used to look like and it had a little picture on the back of missing children. Do you remember talking about wax and nostalgic and the good old do you remember pouch milk? Whatever happened to that? We had an actual thing in school that had where they taught us how to get the straw into a, a pouch milk because that was going to be the new thing instead of cartons. <laughs> you just had to like lay it flat, smack it a couple times, right? And then there'd be a little air bubble on top. You yeah, you squeeze down it. one side, put your thumb over the straw because yeah. if you didn't, milk would shoot across. Or you could just do what half the kids did anyway and pick it up, bite a corner off and squeeze it into your mouth. Um, but I mean, that's simpler <laughs> yeah. times for us. That was, that's, that was, I mean, pouch milk and learning about pizzas. pouch milk. Yeah. Square pizzas. That was our biggest, con- is it, <clears throat> is it going to be pizza day? It's not. Well, what am I going to eat? Because, uh, everything else in the menu is garbage. Uh, but <laughs> you got menus? we had like, here's what you're eating today. <laughs> well, it wasn't a menu you could pick from. It was just a Monday through Friday. This is what we're going to serve. And I didn't have the attention uh, span. Thanks to my ADD. <laughs> Uh, to remember, rememberize, <laughs> memorize what was going to be on the lunch menu for the week. Um, but I mean, I, yeah, I think about games we used to play back then, like dodgeball. That's not really a thing that kids play in school anymore because it's too dangerous. 
And I think, God, they're mm-hmm. missing out. They're missing out because that was such a fun thing to do as a kid. And I mean, we used phone balls. So, I mean, even the only way you were going to get injured is if you had your eyeball open when the ball hit you. Um, but right. I, I think I'm like, God, it's not fair that they don't get to do that. But there's other games they play now, like I said, and they're going to look back on those. And that's going to be the games that they're telling their kids like, oh, when I was a kid, you know, we used to do this and and. You know, this is the games that we played. You know, y'all are getting gypped. And I think the bigger point is this whole idea of the good old days detracts from, you know, being appreciative of the things you do have. Because you're so focused on what you don't have anymore. You're so focused on how things have changed and in your perception for the worse. I mean, some things have change for the better technology the availability of information um, the quality of entertainment but we don't we take all that for granted now because we're so focused on a false ideology of the past a perceived greatness that i honestly don't think is really there you can look back and say oh everything was so much better but in 20 years ask your kids what the good old days were for them i guarantee they're not going to say you know oh the good old days were you know the 80s and 90s or the 60s or 70s they're going to say they were the 2000s or 2010s yeah yeah i um <clears throat> yeah it's, it's just it's just so hard to look back at that and and we weren't appreciative then, but also I found we were just kind of living in the moment, you know, like, yeah, you just, I had a Ninja Turtle backpack. That's just another thing. Like I had that Ninja Turtle backpack. I had to have it and then I never used it. Like, it's just, it's awful. But yeah, um, things are better now. Um, I think us doing this podcast is just proof of that. Like we're using our phones to upload this to the cloud and everybody's going to listen to it. Well, 20 something people is going to listen to it, but we're not. We have so much yeah. stuff now that we we didn't even when have I, then. The, there's a po- there's a picture on our Facebook page uh, posted today of me when I was at Vol State uh, volunteering at the radio station, and you can't tell from that picture, but when I first started at that radio station, and this was early 2000s, you don't think of the 2000s as being an ancient time, but Vol State wasn't the thr- thriving. <laughs> metropolitan school that it is now where they're throwing up a new building every Mm -hmm. weekend they still had the equivalent of eight track cassettes playing their music and there was this four stack tower that they used and you would put them in and that was how you cued them was you would pick the song you want put it in the order that you wanted and then you had the board in front of you that you know you could change the volume but then there was buttons and you would press the button when you wanted the song to start playing there wasn't so much autoplay you could kind of set it up that way but it was easier with just pulling the cassettes out and swapping them in and while i was there during that time it all went digital so i went from using you know eight track cassette tapes to using a touchscreen computer and so, yeah, I don't know, it was it was like the future is now. <laughs> and but I look back and I'm like, it was so much simpler though, as far as the control that I had. And so I think, oh, it was, well, it was better to have the cassettes because I could scroll through and maybe find something I didn't know about with the computer. It was there was so much information being thrown at me. I was like, well, I don't know what song I want to play. I don't know. It, I'll just let them play whatever it decides to play because there's too much information to take in. 
and it's kind of like that now there's too much information like i said uh last week on one of the podcasts that the backlog of tv shows and movies that i have it it's it's almost too much there's too much i spend my phone depresses me all the time because apple thought it was a good idea to remind me of exactly how much time i've used my phone for the week and so every time <laughs> it pops up your weekly results i'm like uh shut up you stupid no. phone Oh, I couldn't even imagine what oh, it's my life. it's it's a travesty. Every time it pops up, I just think, "Oh my god, what am I doing with my life?" As I continue to scroll <laughs> through social media, <laughs> living so, your best yeah, life. So right? I, I mean, I can see the trappings of falling into that idea of you know, you know, it was simp- a simpler time. But what are things going to be like twenty years from now? This is going to be the simpler time for somebody else. This is this is like I said, yeah. it's that whole concept. It just. And, you know, I buy into it. Like like you said, I see something at a store and it reminds me of my childhood. And I'm like, I have to have it. But I mean, I don't really have to have it. I mean, I, I absolutely have to have it. <laughs> and if you don't and, and if you don't buy it yourself, you just send me a picture. And I'm like, oh, well, your, your birthday's coming up in <laughs> 10 months. So. I mean, might as well go ahead and get that taken care of now. <laughs> <laughs> right. I keep I keep mental notes, but yeah, we fall into that false. Um, I mean, we just fall into a false narrative. I think it, and I, like I said, I think it's detri- detrimental to being appreciative of how things are because you're so concerned, you're so bought into the idea that things were better. Yeah, I um, I made a few notes. Oh boy, um, <laughs> today thinking about this stuff, but it was just like. <clears throat> The good old days weren't really that good, but then I was like, but you know what? I did have some good times then that I were I was reminded of recently. So my dad came over and he brought my old video camera. Oh, nice! Which it was something I didn't appreciate then, I'm sure. But you know, I use that video camera all the time. And one of the things I did is we would I had uh, when we lived in Hartsville, I had a basketball hoop, and it was almost a court. It was a carport, but it had the basketball um, hoop on it. So all my friends would come over and we would play basketball and side note it was a carport that led straight to a hill so if you missed and the ball bounced to the right you were running down that hill to get it before it was too far but um all my friends would come over and play basketball time and and on those uh some of those tapes that my dad brought me was a uh, dunk contest that we and a bunch of friends did one of which was quinn hogan who passed away i think it was last year i don't think it was this year Uh, i apologize for not knowing that exactly but you know, we were good friends back then. We called him Machine Gun because he played basketball. He was always automatic. Nice. Blah, blah, blah. It was a dunk contest, and he was on that dunk contest. And and, and other friends who some I've, I've talked to recently, some I haven't talked to in years, I'm like, you know what, that was a good time, which transitioned to me remembering we created a game <clears throat> one time. I don't remember what it was called, but that was about the time that um, Basketball came out, the yes. um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone movie. So that I saw that preview a year before it came out. So it must have gotten pushed back because I remember telling everybody about it and no one knew what I was talking about. And everybody thought I was lying. <laughs> and then it finally came out and it was hilarious. It was awesome. But we're like, oh, we should fuse some sports together. So we like fused football and basketball together and kickball. <laughs> and like, we gave each other cool nicknames. Like a few years ago, I actually found a piece of paper where we wrote out the rules and we all had nicknames. And for whatever reason, we decided to have a letter in all of our nicknames so it's like uh somebody's name was glacier like <laughs> glacier but it was glacier then an r like that was a good time uh, you know like I, I i'm never gonna feel that way right. again like i'm never gonna feel the way uh i was driving my bicycle around my grandmother's 
neighborhood. I'm never going to have those right. feelings again, ever. Um, another one of those tapes, just to throw that out there, was a Blair Witch movie that me and Jonathan uh, Harper made. Oh, yeah, I know him. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's Oscar-worthy, <laughs> but it was pretty sweet. Like, the sound effects were real firecrackers. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, I, I, I watch that stuff and I see, and it, it, it is, it's, it's, it's fun and it's exciting, but it's also very depressing because like I said, you're never going to have those emotions and feelings again. Like I'm never going to be a kid again. I'm never going to be like, we started the show. I'm never going to be a kid seeing presents under the Christmas tree and and be like excited, like super excited. Like, yeah, sure. I still get excited. But now as adults, we say, here's the things I want. Get me these things off of my list. It's not a surprise anymore besides the stupid socks (laughs) or underwear like you got. But you know, the good old days weren't necessarily the good old days, but the way that they made us feel is gone. Like that's fleeting. It's gone. We're never going to see it again. Like, I think it's probably different and I can't speak because I don't have a child, but you know, with your children growing up with them, watching them grow up, it's, it's probably close, but it's still not quite the same. And like, and that transitions to, you know what, we're on a giant rock floating in space. Uh, which transitions to, you know, we're going to die. Wow. We're all Did gonna somebody die. turn the lights off because One it way, got I, real I dark? I know, I told you here. we're going to get deep. <laughs> like, but that's just like the rabbit hole I go down when I think about the good old days. Like, this was fun. When's the last time I felt that way? Am I ever going to feel that way again? Death is around the corner. Like, it's just the natural progression. And it, it's good to go back and look at those old times and, and, and think about it. Like, and, I'm, and, and don't get me wrong, I have good times now. Like, me and Lindsay have a great time all the time. Go on trips, you know, right. love each other. It's, it's it's still a good time, but it's different. Yeah, I think a better way. I think it, people would be better off instead of waxing nostalgic and and thinking that the world has gotten worse. Then, instead of do, taking it that direction, it, it would be better to just think fondly of that time instead of wishing that things were this thing. Same things were the same, or, or mm-hmm. thinking, being pessimistic about the future because it's not the past, and the past was so great. It was so great for you. It was inter- it was internalized, and I think it would be better if people thought those were my good old days, and and yeah, wax nostalgic about it from the perspective of you know I miss those days just because they were simpler. It was nice to just wake up in the morning with no responsibilities to get out in the street and ride your bike, but to not let that take away from the things that you have now, because if you get down that, then, you know, you and Lindsay going on trips or, you know, doing, you know, trivia or hitting breweries or whatever is going to be, you know, you're going to look at it as fleeting like it's it was fun at the moment but it's still not what it could have been because it's not the it's not my good old days um instead of yeah look at it more as you know those were good times those were i had a lot of fun back then but that doesn't have any bearing on what the world is now and i should just be you know look at things from a more positive perspective you know things are different but they're not all bad the, the you know, these are somebody else's yeah. good old days and you might have a better chance of, you know, cause if I, if I was, you know, let my good old days control how I raised my daughters, I might become curmudgeonly and be like, eh, I'm not 
going to play this stupid game with you because that's not what I <laughs> would be playing if I was a kid. Y'all should play my games. I just, you know, figure out what it is that they enjoy and try to enjoy it with them while I have them young because that is the one good thing, um, being a parent. I mean, and I'm not trying to sway anybody's opinion. If you don't want kids, that's perfectly fine. I'm, I'm happy for you that that's, you know, that that's the path that you've chosen. I, when we had kids, you know, I wasn't sure that I was ready to be a parent. Um, but I do get to kind of experience a second childhood. I think that's what also people talk about being grandparents are so great because you get to experience childhood again through your children or grandchildren's eyes. Um, and so, you know, I try to look more at, you know, these toys aren't, I mean, I might say it to my wife and be like, these toys are garbage. When we were kids, the toys were so much better, but I'm not going to put that on them because I don't want them to not enjoy their time. Cause I do, I'm not trying yeah. to be, you know, dark and say that there are no good old days for anybody. It's all a lie. I'm just saying like the good old days aren't what you make them out to be because you're looking at them from a perspective that you can't obtain as an adult. You can't have childlike wonder, you know, the same way you did as a child when you're 30, 40, 50. Um, so I want my children to have that. So I hope in 20 years they look back and think of these times as the good old days, but I also don't want them to, expect more from life because they feel like they had so much more back then or now because they are going to have responsibilities. They are Life is going to punch them in their faces multiple times. It does everybody, even people, even Bill Gates, I'm sure wakes up to just a crap day. It helps to be, you know, have $89 billion <laughs> that can make a, that can make a, <laughs> like Daniel Tosh says, you know, yeah, money doesn't solve happiness is a lie because money buys a jet ski and you've never seen anybody sad on a jet ski. <laughs> I mean, money helps, <laughs> right. but even, even money doesn't take away from, I'm sure that even Bill Gates wakes up and thinks, you know what? I wish things were simpler. Like when I was a kid. Yeah. I'll <laughs> <him>. <laughs> when he gets punched in the face, it's like a diamond crested brass knuckles or gold knuckles. <laughs> um, and, and like what you're saying about your kids and stuff Let's be clear, though the the toys now are crap. But don't tell them that, obviously. But they're they're definitely not as good, except pop figures. Pop figures has it figured out pretty well. Yes, yes, they have. Except movable joints and all that. <laughs> well, I think we got a little, little deep bit on that one, but uh, it's okay. It's going to happen. Um, some some of the episodes we got lined up is going to. I guess uh, it's going to be something like the, when we get down to the religion episode. That yeah, that's going to be, gonna be uh, walking a tight tightrope across a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, uh, the Jameson he, Jameson posted that picture today, so his episode is canceled <laughs> <laughs> for spoilers. That's right, Jameson. And I said. think I've heard Jameson um, say before uh, something negative about people that are that uh, spoil things for other people. So you know, you get you reap what you sow, Jameson. That's right, son. All right, well, uh, there you have it. That's episode three in the books. Um, I think uh, we talked about maybe trying to release um, an episode a week, um, <laughs> unless we run out of ideas. <laughs> yeah, I think we have, uh, uh, in my notes, I think we have about 12 episodes lined up right now. Yeah, um, 
yeah, I think it's 12. Uh, I, th- I hope people don't start to get sick of our voices. So. <laughs> I'm always sick of mine, but <laughs> I, I think we're going to start having some guests too, so that'll help. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, an- another reason that, that it took me so long to start a podcast, like this is just a little side note, is I hate my voice. <laughs> like I, I'm told that it doesn't sound that Not bad at all. to other people as it does to myself. But, you know, when I worked at Walmart, 16 plus years ago I had everybody convinced that I was from Canada because I had zero southern accent and I don't know what happened but that accent found me and it found me (laughs) (laughs) Um, but fingers crossed that uh, people don't get sick of us Um, but I think in the new year we're going to start having more guests so that'll help cut through that Um, I also think that um, I was uh, talking to a friend. I won't. I won't say his name, but you can probably get it from the description. About uh, a certain long-haired social yeah! uh, vocalist uh, may start uh, producing our our show. Uh, we'll Exciting. see how that goes. Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, well, give us a like on Facebook. Share. Keep listening. Um, Facebook dot com slash weirdos podcast. Um, you can find us wherever you're, if you're listening to this now, you've already found us, but uh, you can go over to our Facebook page and there's a link to the Anchor app, which is what we use to record these shows. When you click on that, it will tell you where specifically you can find this podcast. So, you know, share, um, like, and, and, and subscribe. We're having a, and subscribe. <laughs> I forget about that. Um, we're having a lot of fun doing this. Like I know I'm enjoying myself. I know you are too. So hopefully, um, everybody out there listening is at least yes. amused to a degree. Um, so, all right. Well, and I'm, I'm telling, and until next time, keep it weird. <laughs>